Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Bros Podcast here with uh, Nico and Connor. What's up, guys? So today we're interviewing Sierra Bauer. Um, Connor and I are really good friends with Sierra. We both went to camp with her at Team Prep, and we became really close. Uh, and, yeah. Go ahead. She's pretty pretty fast. You know, <laughs> she won the Colorado State 3-8 championship in a class record time of like 18 flat. And she's 10.54 on the track for 32 and 5.12 for 16. 17.40 for the 5K, too. Yeah. Yeah, so, Sierra, how are you doing today? Hi, guys. I'm doing good today. Yeah, so um, tell us a little bit about how you got into running and how, like, where you are now compared to where you started. Yeah, so I'd say I got into running – like not competitively or anything, but just for fun with like girls on the run, starting I think like third or fourth grade or something. And then I wouldn't, I'd say I started to get competitive with it um, probably in like the spring of my sophomore year. Um, Yeah, and I think I've just made, I don't know, I just became more focused in between that time compared to now and yeah, it definitely started off as just a hobby and just something that I did for fun. And then um, I just joined the team in high school because I had some other friends and then started going to camps, met you guys, and just got a little bit more into it. That's nice. Yeah. So um, you said that you got into it the the end of your sophomore year? Yeah, yeah. So that's, so that's when I That's ran. when you dropped like, like re- a lot of time, right? Yeah, so my freshman year PR um, in the two mile was at 12.07, and then my sophomore year I ran 10.54, and it was kind of like the same thing, Damn. like soft, like freshman year and sophomore year, like at the state meet, I ran like mid-20s for the 5K, and then this year I ran like 18 flat, so yeah, you can definitely like tell when like the shift was kind of made. Um but yeah, I'd say it was right in between like the summer between sophomore and junior year and like a little bit of the beginning of, uh, or the end, I mean, of my sophomore season track. Nice, nice. So you're like, you took training more seriously than you had? Yeah, I think going to camp and stuff and yeah, I was just healthy and was able to get some good miles in and some good workouts. So yeah, that went well. Talk us through some of your big races from this past cross season like especially the state meet and like nxr and stuff like that yeah so the state meet it was that that was like my goal that was like my one goal of the season was to win state um i definitely wasn't the top returner at all um i hadn't placed within the top 20 before but um i think the spring of my sophomore year track um gave me a lot of confidence And then just like the races leading up to state also gave me a lot of confidence too. Um, Just knowing that I was within range of like the state record and being up there with some of the girls that have won before, just kind of comparing times and looking at that. Um, And yeah, the race itself, that was just a really fun time, I think too, because my freshman and sophomore year, I went as an individual. And um, this year was the first time I went Um, with my team. Um, So we actually placed third, which is a big jump from not even qualifying. So that was really cool too. I think I was just more relaxed having everyone else there than just being like 
all alone. So yeah, I thought that really helped me a lot too. Did you expect to get that class record and to win by like 45 seconds? No, I didn't really expect like the thing is, I didn't really know what to expect because um, like most of the top competitors, like um, leading into the race, I hadn't raced them like ever. So there was nothing to really like base anything off of. Um, so yeah, I didn't really know what to expect just based on some of the other competition and stuff. But um, yeah, it definitely went well for sure. So you said that you raced there your freshman and sophomore year. Now, using your freshman sophomore year as experience, do you think that helped you a lot your junior year going into yeah, the race? Yeah, I think so. I think anyone who has raced um, at the Colorado State Meet definitely knows that it's a pretty technical course. There's like water crossings, like these huge hills that you have to kind of like be a little bit conservative with because it's like right in the middle of the race. But um, I think experience definitely helps, but um, I wouldn't say that like if you're a freshman or anything, you can't do it. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it is a little bit of an advantage, but not too much. Yeah. Is the course like different at all every year? Cause I know the one here in Michigan, like it literally just depends on the weather and if it's like rainy, muddy, windy, or like nice outside. No, the course has been the same. I think they changed it um, a few years ago. I don't actually know why, but I know that the times from the years before they changed it were a lot slower. So um, there were just a lot more hills and stuff. But yeah, all of the years that I've raced it, it's been pretty much the same. I think it's a really good like venue and everything too. So yeah, it's a good course for sure. So this year you went to NXR. Did you also go to Foot Locker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How were those races? Yeah, those didn't really go as planned. Um, as I mentioned before, like all of my training, I guess you could say, like was really just um, like I would I would definitely say that I had big goals for NXR and Foot Locker. But the entire season, I was mainly just focused on state because that's what was coming first. Um, and I'd never gone to Foot Locker before. That was my first year, and I'd never been in the championship race um, at NXR. So I didn't really know what to expect going into those two. And, um, yeah, I, if I could redo it, I would go back and after state maybe take, like, two or three days off just right there and kind of slow down training for a week or so because I had three weeks in between. But I feel like um, – state was almost like my peak <laughs> um and then I kind of just like my body wasn't feeling right going into those other two races but I mean I did okay I was five places off from qualifying at both races so I mean not too bad but um was definitely expecting better yeah so I know that you don't usually race in spikes but when you went to um Foot Locker you had to bring out the spikes because it was really muddy how do you uh, feel running in the mud? Yeah, I didn't race in spikes one time the entire season until Foot Locker. I just race in these little flats just because, like, most of the courses here, there's, like, no grass at all. I mean, there's one course where it's a golf course, but um, there's, like, a huge stretch where we're going on, like, the golf cart path. So, yeah, I've just never really had the need for them. And I've, like – I think they're like the same spikes that I've used for so long. I don't even think they fit me, but I was like, okay, it's just one race. Like I'm not going to get new ones. So maybe we'll invest in those. We'll see. 
How is um uh, coming down from altitude to those races like NXR and Footlocker and Arcadia? Do you believe in the big benefit? Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to tell. Um, because when you're in an event like at Arcadia or Footlocker or Nike, I think one thing that really pushes me is just the competition itself. So sometimes it's a little bit difficult to decide like is that the competition being there or is that altitude benefits? But I will say, um, I think it was in November. Yeah, early November. Um, my family and I, we took a trip to Dallas. Um, and that's obviously lower elevation. Um, I'm at 6,500. So yeah, and we went down there and I did a workout and I could definitely tell that I wasn't working as hard and things were just kind of a little bit easier, but I've never felt like that, like during a race, only during workouts. Yeah, so um, tell us what uh, your track season's goals were supposed to be before everything went down with like the coronavirus. Yeah, so um, I'll just start with like my time goals, I guess. So I was, I mean, I still have these goals because um, I'm expected to do some time trials here towards the end of May. So um, or in early June, and then hopefully New Balance Nationals will happen in July. But um, so for the 3200, my goal was to break 1020. The men for the 1600, I wanted to break 455, which I know like sounds so crazy because my current PRs are like 1054 and 512. But I feel like since last spring, my training has just really changed and I feel like I've just kind of grown a lot as an athlete. Um, I didn't really have a time specific goal for the 800, but I've never really focused on it as an open event. It's always just kind of been on a relay. So I wanted to kind of, I was curious to see what I could do in that. And then I was really looking forward to the state meet because last year it was so crazy. I don't know if you guys watched the race, but um, in the 3200, I lost by like 0.3 seconds or something. Yeah, so I remember like, that. Yeah, I'm just like dying to get back out there and try to take the title on that one again. But yeah, I definitely wanted to win both of the titles in the 1600 and the 3200. And um, with the time goals that I have, I would have broken the state records again for both of those. But um, I guess we'll just wait until next year, hopefully. How are you staying motivated right now with training? Yeah, I think right now it's again just like knowing that there might be the opportunity to race in July and also having these time trials set in because I do want to do good there, um, especially because like junior year is really important for like recruiting and stuff. So I definitely am wanting to update coaches and stuff on the times that I run there and I'm also just curious myself to see what I'm capable of right now and like the fitness that I have right now. So I think just knowing that there are chances to run fast, even if it's not your normal season, um, I think that just kind of keeps me going. Now, when you talk about doing your time trials later in June, are you going to have someone pace you or are you just going to go out and like try your best? Yeah, so I haven't quite figured that out yet. Um, it's still a few weeks away, but um I think it would be nice to have someone pacing me, but, you know, some, yeah. I don't know if that's going to be possible just with social distancing and stuff. So we'll see. Um, I kind of have a select few to choose from as well because there's not um, 
I mean, there's a few distance boys on my team, but there's not very many girls. I think there's probably two other girls that I could try to do it with. But um, yeah, we have a pretty small team, so it's kind of difficult to <laughs> decide how we're well, going to do that. Well, maybe Joe might come back, right? <laughs> maybe he can pace you. Yeah, he said that when he came. He was like, I could totally pace you right now. He could. I, he could, he could <laughs> literally do it. Yeah, well, I wasn't really at that point in training when he yeah. came, so. Are tracks open in your area? Or are you having to, like, sneak on? No, the ones in my district are closed, but if I drive, like, 40 minutes away, then there's one that's open. Um, but I've definitely just, like, because one of the tracks is kind of in the middle of town and just, like, driving past, I've seen people, like, working out on it, and it's not like it's completely shut off. Like, they, you can still physically get in. You don't have to sneak in. There's just, like, caution tape that people have ripped off, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are um, some of your pre-race meals or post-race meals? Like, what are your favorite ones? Yeah, this is something that I've actually really struggled with, <laughs> like seriously struggled with just because before races, I'm just so nervous and I like don't know what to yeah. do. But um, something that I've recently been trying, and I know this isn't pre-race, but if I was racing, this is what I would be doing. Um, I've been really into Shalane Flanagan's superhero muffins right before workouts and stuff. Um, and then yeah, those are good. Yeah, I think it's just like easy too because they're so small and just one of them will like give you a lot you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah. so I think having those before runs are good and then post race this is also something that I've struggled with because I just like that's like the I don't know maybe that's just me but after races I'm like not hungry at all I just don't <laughs> I want to have like a sip of water and like call it good. That just like seems like the worst thing to like eat something right after. But so I actually worked with a nutritionist to try to figure this out because it's obviously necessary to refuel, especially after workouts and stuff. So I've been taking like protein shakes afterwards. I used to try to do like bars and bagels and stuff, but that's just like, I don't know, it's just too dense for me to like try to do. So it's definitely easier um, in liquid form, yeah. What are some meals that you like not post-race and pre-race or just some like meals that you like to eat? Um, I definitely say I'm a big fan of any type of fruit. That's like my fave. And then I've recently been into like pretty big salad bowls for lunch with like quinoa and spinach and a bunch of veggies in there. And then I'm also a big fan of like pizza and pasta and things like that. Cause I just feel like you can do so many different types of things with them. It's just like basic and somewhat easy. And yeah, I actually tried to make homemade pasta the other day. It went pretty well. I haven't done it since though, because I kind of struggled with like cutting it because I don't have a pasta maker. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what kind of running shoes do you usually like wear and what's your, like your favorite brand? Yeah, so I've been running in Hoka's as trainers um, since the beginning of my sophomore year because I had like a stress fracture and um, so I had to get orthotics. Um, so the Hoka's were just the ones that fit best. Um, and I've been in the Arahis for quite some time now. And then for racing, I have these Adidas flats that I like to wear. Um, and I recently just got the Nike Next Percents, and I really like those, too. I haven't yet gotten to race in them, but for workouts and stuff, I really like them. Yeah. How, how many miles have you put into your Next Percents? 
I don't know. I haven't, I don't like add that up, but um, I wouldn't say a lot at all. I think they'll last a pretty long time because I only use them for specific workouts and stuff. So they last a while. I've had mine since like, I think September. Oh, really? And like, yeah. And I don't know exactly how many miles I've put on it, but they're perfectly fine still. Yeah, I really like them a lot. And I've, like, never been someone to run in Nike shoes. Like, sometimes I'll have, like, a cross-country shoe that I run in for them, just like a review. But I've never um, tried anything else. But, yeah, I really like them a lot. What kind of shoes were you wearing when you got your stress fracture? I was, like, I don't even remember. I was – it was, like, my freshman year, every time I would need new shoes, I would just go to the running store – and just like pick one that I liked the color of and went with that, ran on the treadmill with them and they would like look at my form and say, oh yeah, that looks good. So I tried like New Balance, Brooks, Asics, like so many different types. Types I don't even remember, but um, yeah, I don't really think that mattered, but um, yeah, now I'm a, I'm a loyal Hoka stan. Yep. So what caused your stress fracture? Was it in the big, you said freshman year? So in the summer between freshman and sophomore year, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were at camp, right? Yeah, I was. Um, um, so what caused it? Um, I'd say that, okay, so <laughs> this is awful, but um, like the summer between freshman and sophomore year, I literally didn't run one day until I got to camp. <laughs> and I'd like never run, like, I'd never done that the whole summer, no workouts, nothing. <laughs> so when I got there, it was just instantly like two runs a day, um, super hard training. And I just don't think that I was ready for that. Um, and then I also, you can see on the x-rays, but I definitely have an underdeveloped bone in my foot. It's <laughs> <Which is> kind <laughs> of weird, but like, it's so, that's so weird, but um, you can definitely tell and it's, a little bit of a weakness, but now I have orthotics, and yeah, it's fine. <laughs> How's online school been going? Not good. <laughs> Why? Not good. Just What's going because, on? Um, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's fine, but I just feel like there's not very good communication um, with my teachers and stuff. Like, a lot of us try to um, reach out to them and ask questions, and it's just different because they have different... Um, like computers and it's no one's fault. It's just like, yeah, it's just really difficult to try to get on the same page with everyone. But yeah, I've been able to get everything done, thankfully. And it's really weird. So for the first quarter of the semester, we have like our normal grades because we were going to school. But for the second quarter, they changed it to just pass or fail. But in the end, for the semester grade, it's still going to be a letter grade, which is kind of I don't even know how they're going to do that, but I guess we'll just find out. <laughs> they did the same thing for uh, for my school. It's kind of oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. I just wonder how they're going to, like, determine your letter grade. Wait, yeah. so how many people are in your graduating class? Um, I think there's about 150. 150? So how does 3A work? Because I know here it's, like, divisions and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know the exact like numbers and where they cut it off and stuff, but mm -hmm. um yeah, like there's definitely like there's a 4A school pretty close to here and there's definitely you can tell there's a big size difference and 
But um, yeah, my school definitely like a classic 3A school. I don't think that we should be bumped down to 2A or moved up to 4A. Yeah, we're pretty small. So I think okay. we'll stay. I think we'll stay in 3A for quite a while too, just because I know that all of the classes coming up are about the same size. So I think we'll be um, where we're at for a while. Do you have any like AP tests or anything coming up? Yeah, I have two. I don't even, this is so bad. I don't even know the dates of them, but I don't think they're like for like three weeks or something. So I know they're not soon, but like I'm obviously preparing for them and stuff. But I think one of them, I don't even know actually. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite subject in school? Um, I really do like AP Environmental Science. It's just a lot of work. Like, it's just like a lot of notes, which I really hate doing, but at least it's like an interesting subject and it's something that's relevant. Um, so I think that's interesting. So yeah, it's just a lot of work, but I mean, I guess it's worth it. <laughs> Is um, environmental science something that you want to look into like doing in the future, like looking into? No, I don't really think that I'm interested in like having a job in that type of field or studying that in college. I'm definitely interested in studying psychology in college. I think that will be really cool. I'm taking, hopefully I get into the class AP Psychology next year. There's only like one class period, so they can only have so many. But yeah, hopefully I'll be in that class um, if there's not too many people in there. And then yeah, I'm planning on doing something with that in college. Not sure exactly what yet. Nice. Uh, talk about like your camp experience. Okay, yeah, I'll talk about that. So the first year that I went when I got hurt, I literally made no friends. Like I didn't try to get anyone's phone numbers. I didn't try to keep in touch. Like, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I think I was just super shy and like, I didn't know anyone at all. But, um, and then I remember going to winter camp. Um, so in 2018 slash 2019, because we're there over New Year's um, and that's when I I remember like being on the plane and I was like okay I'm not coming all the way to Florida just to like hang out like I need to make some friends I need to be a little bit social and that's when I met Nico and Joe and Connor were you there I don't even remember <laughs> yeah I was there I was just kind of <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was really shy but I just remember like becoming super close friends with like Paige Anna Nico, Joe. So then we kind of had that whole squad leading into um, summer. So and then being there, I was blessed and lucky enough to be roommates with Emma, <laughs> who is like the most social ever. So yeah. she definitely just kind of like dragged me along with her. And I was there for so long. I was there for 20 day and post. So I was there for so long. So I just... I don't know, I kind of just went crazy and like <laughs> was just a social butterfly, which I'm normally not. Like at school and stuff, I typically just stick to myself and the friends that I've had since like kindergarten. But <laughs> yeah, I definitely tried to make a lot of friends over the summer just because I feel like it's the perfect place to do that. And it's just like you meet the best people. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, what was I going to say? I was going to talk about... So in Colorado, um, typically do like, does like everyone wear Patagonia there? <laughs> Cause like, I, I don't know. I just feel like I mean, everybody in Colorado wears right Patagonia. 
I feel like right every now, outfit you wear has something to do with Patagonia. Really, I don't know. You think? Yeah. I am a big like I love their fleeces because I feel like like I would I would invest in those for the rest of my life because they just last for so long. Like the one that I'm wearing right now, I've had this since like Christmas of 2016. Like I'm literally not kidding. So I don't know. I just really like them. I recently got like a mom bag, which is just like a crossbody bag, and I really like it. Oh, I <laughs> but, know what you're um, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. It's definitely pretty popular up here, especially for people who are like hiking and stuff. Cause I guess that's kind of a big aspect of living up here, but um, yeah, it's pretty popular. <laughs> um, how has like the coronavirus uh, affected Aspen? Aspen is like about a 25 minute drive away from where I live. And so it's definitely like an international destination. People come from all over the place to ski and hang out in the summer and stuff. So what happened was um, a few people from Australia came and they ended up getting the virus and they were instructed to like stay in their hotel. And apparently they like left and went skiing. And yeah, so there was like a lot, there were a ton of cases up in Aspen, um, especially because it was like right during spring break and like, everyone was coming in for their ski trips and stuff. But um, yeah, they had to completely shut down Aspen Ski Co, which is like a super big deal for the economy, like throughout the entire valley. So even like reaching down to where I live and like 30 minutes away from where I live too. So that's kind of been a pretty big deal um, for us. But yeah, I don't know. It's super crazy because I personally don't know anyone who's had the virus but um up in aspen there's like so many cases so yeah i was talking to alex baca and he was telling me that they closed gunnison so did they like close off your area too honestly i'm not really sure because i i've tried looking things up like i have i've tried looking up like is colorado still on lockdown whatever i tried looking this up and i like can't find the information anywhere i don't know if i'm just looking in the wrong spot or whatever but i don't know i don't think so because i didn't hear anything about it but <laughs> what are your favorite running socks definitely belegas 100 nice. i'm wearing some right now i have i really I have like the ones that are like like the quarter ones, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like yeah. Up a little bit. Ugh, I love those. They're so nice. I don't know why, yeah. but I always lose my running stock. Like a lot of them. Like I always like find different pairs and I just make the new pair out of them because <laughs> I always lose like my socks. Do you yeah. not have like a thing where you keep all your socks, Nika? Or like <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just I don't know. I I honestly I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like Belegas because they have some cute colors, too. Like, normally the socks that I wear to school and stuff are, like, pretty neutral, like, light blues and white and black and whatever. But I go crazy with my socks, my, with my running socks. They're, like, neon. Love that. <laughs> so do you think... Oh, you can go, Nico. <laughs> so, so do you think that wearing a specific outfit when you run helps you feel better when you go to like run or oh do stuff. yeah okay here's the other thing that i did during camp this just proved like 
over the summer, this summer. This just proves how like long I was there for. Like this is insane. Every single day I would pick out my outfit for the day and I brought, I have a ton of scrunchies at home too. I have like 30 scrunchies or something. I would set out my outfit, pick out my outfit, and I would typically wear like a neutral colored shirt, like black or gray or white, a colored spandex, and then I would match the spandex with my socks and then also wear a matching scrunchie. So I definitely am like a big believer in that, like look good, feel good type of thing. I really like that. I just like putting on a nice running outfit. It just looks cute. (laughs) I think I was was, uh, at camp the same amount of time as you were the 20 day and then post yeah it was it was a long summer I had never done that before like being away from home for so long that was crazy I went for 10 day and post because I I can't remember what I was doing in the beginning but um and that felt like a really long time like I can imagine like being there another 10 days like (laughs) holy cow when she signed up for eight day though yeah, I sent it for like, eight days, and then I came a few days earlier because Coach Trent said it was okay. So I went a few days earlier, and the flights were like cheaper that way too. And then I had to like cancel my flight to stay for post, and then reschedule that. And it just felt like such a long time. But I I could stay there forever, honestly. <laughs> like I'd be okay with that. Like in yeah. Colorado. Yeah, I think the difference with me is, like, I love Crested Butte so much, but it's pretty similar to, like, Aspen. So I feel like it's, like, a little bit different for me just because it's almost the same environment, but it's just – it's a lot different having everyone else there. So I think that's the main reason why I go just because I feel like I run faster around other people. Oh, yeah. When I went to camp, I was definitely running, like, faster than I was here at home, but I, like, went up in altitude, like – like a lot and I was like what is going on why am I running faster and I think it's because I had other people which was nice do you like do a lot of solo workouts well right now I am obviously I think just because there's not I don't know I know a lot of people too like the seniors that um weren't planning on running in college and stuff they've kind of just stopped training because there's no like reason for them to I guess um which is fine. But um, yeah, I've definitely been looking for a few training partners. Thankfully, there's like a really good class of freshman girls on our team that are good people to run with. And then I've also been kind of forcing my sister to bike with me on long runs and stuff. So that's been nice too. Wait, so you said there's freshmen like a good class of freshmen coming into your team? No, so they're current freshmen right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know of any freshmen that are going into your team? Like, are you guys losing I a lot of people? I have no idea. Like, honestly, because I'm trying to think. I feel like, I think we got literally one boy to sign up as a freshman and a few girls, but when they signed up, they were talking about how they might do a different fall sport. So yeah, I'm not really sure. How many seniors did you guys lose? Um, only one. I'm trying to think. Only from cross country, only from the cross country team. One girl. One girl. So yeah. do you guys have like that state championship? No, I'm in sorry. Mind? I'm sorry. Wait. Oh my god. I'm going crazy. I'm thinking about like the four by eight. Sorry. We're losing like three. <laughs> oh, okay. from the cross team. Wait. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> This is hard for me. Yeah, I think three. Three seniors. Okay. 
So if there's a possibility of like other people joining the team, do you have like a state cha- championship in mind for your team? Because you guys said you guys came in third, right? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that it's possible. Um, just because I feel like a lot of the girls, I mean, again, like what we talked about, it has a lot to do with like experience too, I think. And I feel like everyone their freshman year, it's just kind of like you're out there having fun. There's no real expectations or anything. And obviously we're still going to have fun this year, but um, they'll just know a little bit more like what to expect. Um and I feel like also freshman year, it's kind of hard to like set goals for yourself because you have no idea like what there even is out there. So I feel like a lot of them are setting their goals a lot higher for this year. And I feel like that's really important and will probably help us a lot as a team. Yeah. So uh, kind of tying into that question, uh, you know, hopefully we have a cross season this upcoming fall. Do you already have any goals in mind for, you know, what you want to do for cross season? Yeah, definitely. So I really, really, really want to go um, sub 18 on the state cross country course just because I was so close. And um, like you can look at the list of people who have um, broken 18 on that course and it's pretty small. So I really just my last year, I want to just break that barrier there and then that like also win there again. Um, And that would set me up with the new um, state record again. And then this year, I really just want to focus a lot more on those postseason races and definitely try to get out to NXN and Foot Locker Nationals. Yeah. And I feel like now that I've, like, because like I said earlier, this is my first year in the championship race at Nike. Like, I'll know a little bit more what to expect there. And then going to Foot Locker for the second time, um, obviously I'll know kind of what's up there. I was like so confused (laughs) at Foot Locker because I didn't realize that it was just like you just stand wherever and just go from there. It was like totally different and I didn't really know what was going on but (laughs) yeah it was good. We're uh, we're running up on the time limit on the Zoom call so uh, thanks for letting us interview. We really appreciate it. Yeah so guys. Yeah so uh yeah, I'd say thanks for letting us interview you too. <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. Be part of it. Yep. Yeah, this was fun. Maybe I'm we'll have a. Hearing more of your guys' podcasts on here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So I'll talk to you, you guys soon. And. Yep. Let's play Roblox tonight for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's play Roblox it. tonight. Um. Thanks for tuning in to The Real Bros Pod. Uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for more. All right. It was nice talking to you guys. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.